So before you called me when I was out walking the dog, something very humorous happened. So I thought I would tell you because you know him and that makes it funnier. Um, For the people that don't know, um, I have a rescue dog. His name is Caden. He is the most chicken shit dog, (laughs) Um, which sounds mean. A lot of it is based in anxiety. He's a pretty high anxiety dog. He's scared of a lot of stuff and he's pretty easily startled. It's just extra funny because he doesn't look like the kind of dog that would be that way. Like he's like a pit bull mix. So I'm out with him taking a walk and we are crossing, we're trying to cross the street and there's a car waiting to go through the light who has like a fucking Benny's upgrade sound system. And like, (laughs) (laughs) is like blasting some, some rap song that I don't know. And the ground is like shaking from the bass. And you can tell Caden is kind of not cool with this, but the, the like bass hits as we are crossing in front of this car and he jumps in the air and like yelps, like he's being shot. And we're basically in the last lane before the sidewalk, like the guy was waiting to turn right. So I get him to the sidewalk and I like pat him, tell him he's okay. And the guy like immediately, he must've seen it. Cause he like immediately cranked his music down and rolled down his window. And he's like, I'm sorry, I scared your dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, it's fine. You get scared all the time. And then like the guy drove off cause the light changed. And it's just like one of those things where I'm like, you know, he didn't have to do that. And I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Benny's upgrade guy. <laughs> Too bad it was on like a Chevy Cavalier. Like, the guy obviously had his priorities, and the priorities were the sound system, not the actual car. But <laughs> Wait, what year was a Cavalier? You know, was it like, because I, I had like a 97 Cavalier, <laughs> and putting a system in that thing would have destroyed the car. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, just the, I, I this is going to sound a little uh-oh. I don't understand putting a, a giant sound system in a car. Like, it just, like, the old lady in me is just like, you're hurting your eardrums. And, like, that's kind of all I can really think about when you have all of that stuff in your car and you're playing it that loud. I'm just like, bruh, (laughs) you're not going to be able to hear in 10 years. What are you doing? Ah, hearing's overrated anyway. (laughs) Um, so I don't know if you knew this, Hmm. but as of yesterday, um... And the album celebrated its 20th anniversary. Um, Dashboard Confessionals. Uh... <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here doing math, trying to figure out like what year it was. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I did not know. Because someone had brought it up like yesterday when it happened. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's that sweet. Happy anniversary. Not realizing that. It's like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that the places you have come to fear the most is 20 years old? Because it is now March 21st, so as of March 20th, uh, we old. We old as fuck, it turns out. (laughs) Um, I will never forget, as long as I live. So we had a speech as a high school requirement um, to graduate, and I am notoriously a person who gets stage fright. I do not like talking in front of crowds. I I don't 
like eyes on me, like that kind of thing. So like when I had the opportunity to take speech in summer school, I'm like, okay, two weeks of torture is much better than like a whole fucking semester of this shit. So let's just do it in the summertime. So I took it with a couple of, of my friends who also kind of were I, for whatever reason, like trying to get ahead or just like doing, dealing with it in the summertime. And one of the performances, like one of the speeches we had to give was like a dramatic reading and you had to use a prop. So I remember going, like walking to the Walgreens near my school to buy like a, like a hundred piece like puzzle and taking the puzzle, standing in front of the class, taking the lid off, throwing the puzzle across the room and then just reading the lyrics to this ruined puzzle. I like your like <laughs> recollection of that song versus mine because mine was way too emo. <laughs> See, that sounds rad. And I'm mad that we're not classmates because I would have loved that. I was like, that was cool. Can we be friends? Let's listen to Dashboard Confessional. Well, like everybody else did like Shakespeare shit. And I don't know. It is me. Like I'm I'm not I'm not gonna get through a fucking you know soliloquy on on julius caesar or whatever the fuck like no. I, I don't know <laughs> but to bring it like full circle if you know crosswalk guy had been like blasting again i go unnoticed it's definitely <laughs> jarring but in a different way the bass wouldn't have scared the dog that's for damn sure i feel like the song choice would have just scared him we're just even Caden's <laughs> like the fuck like it would have just been me knocking on the window being like, are you okay, my guy? Like, Cause not do, you for nothing. To, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> right? It's like, are you good? Like, do you want to, you want to pet Caden? Would you like to pet Caden? Because <laughs> I, I could imagine, like, okay, you're spending, you know, a couple hundred dollars for this, you know, sound system in your car. Cool. Just the blast, like, acoustic emo. <laughs> That's a choice. At that point, I'm like, you know what, dude? Go buck wild with the hip hop, because honestly, this this seems like it's a waste. <laughs> I love Caraba, but you know what? It's not it's not hitting the same. Uh, I I blew a speaker in my car actually earlier this week playing Mission City, so I guess I can't really judge anybody for their their choices. Can I ask what song it was? It was Worker B. I went through a, a my dinosaur life phase earlier this week. All right, you're allowed. Okay. Theme song right. time. Hi, you're listening to You Talking Like a Teen, where we have a tendency to rush back into our past. I am not Adrian. And I am not Ashley. Boom. We did it. Intro. Done. Um, <laughs> hey! Hi. How are you, my friend? I am wistful. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. We did. We did just get done talking about some emo shit. So well, between that and I was talking, I kind of got a little nostalgic about um an old podcast I used to do, uh, and I don't know if you know this or not, but 
uh, Kotaku had released an article about all these games that have uh, hit their 20th anniversaries this year, or will. Nope. I'm good, actually. And I'm feeling a certain kind of way, because when we had this before, and we were talking about emo songs on one episode, and actually, well, considering everything we talk about in the show kind of has that same issue, but... I tend to go through it with music because I'm like, music to me tends to be somewhat timeless. Even when it's era specific, like it still carries over. Video games, unfortunately, there's a reason why there's been a lot of like HD remasters and remakes lately because they are very era specific. And the nostalgia market is real. And it's one of those where like i i would love to sit here and pretend like i am i am bigger and better than than marketing would suggest uh no <laughs> <laughs> turns out not actually there was some youtube video that i had watched where they um it was a small group of people basically talking about like what was the video game that that if they could only play one video game for the rest of their life like what game would it be and uh, we already did a Mass Effect in a Dragon Age episode, so like I'm I'm good, I'm covered. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so did you already like go through your list and just name those games and then just disregard <laughs> the rest of it? Yeah, one of the persons, one of the person in that video's uh, one game was Mass Effect Two, which I'm like, that's a solid choice. <laughs> good on you, mate. But I had sort of a, a similar idea for us. But to sort of open it up to some of the old systems. So I guess basically the premise of this is that you and I are trapped on two desert islands. But for some odd reason, there are all these fucking old ass video game systems there. But we can only pack a small bag. So we've only got one game per system. So wait, I have questions though. (laughs) Okay. So... All right. Did we plan to be on this island ahead of time? Um, (laughs) I didn't really think out the logistics of this. The one thing I did sit down and think about was I I sat down on my end and tried to figure out, like, am I on this island with you or do we have separate islands? Well, that was my follow up question. I, I went with separate islands. Because I know there's at least one game on this list that, like, you and I have definitely the same game for. Um, Or do we? Or do we? (laughs) It's not not one of those where, like, I peeked at your list. It's just I added a a specific category on this list so that you and I could talk about a thing. So... (laughs) And you know me with the lists. There is a uh, there's a certain level of anxiety that happens because mm-hmm. for every choice, there's the 800 other choices that would have worked. Yes. And not for nothing. I don't know if you want to maybe break it down because um, we're doing it by console, right? Yeah. So what I did was you and I talked a little bit about this and came up with some consoles that you and I both had growing up. And then um, I provided a slot for two wildcard options for consoles that maybe you played but didn't own or like things that like you had that I didn't because like you and I have different blind spots in that regard or um, for cheating, which is kind of what I did. Um, <laughs> I love that now we have. OK, so if you have listened to the show for any like extended amount of time. When we've come up with lists, one of us ends up cheating. And no shade, I'm just stating the obvious. Just pointing out fact. So I love that we now have a 
like built-in cheating failsafe. <laughs> it's technically not cheating. I followed the rules. It's just the games the games that I happened to pick on these systems were not the systems that I played these games on. Basically, it was a way for me to bring an extra like PS3 game with me, you know, that kind of deal. Okay. Uh, so it's a little bit of a cheat, but it's fine. It's still cheating. Well, You're really trying to like <laughs> reason this. It's okay. There's no like Desert Island video game police. Well, I guess I kind of wanted to ask you how you put together your list. Well, okay. So I really got overly involved in the premise because I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I'm stuck someplace, and this is any place, like, mm-hmm. and I only have, let's say, in this case, a video game, I'm not going to pick a game that I know has, like, it has to be a game that has infinite replay value. And one of the things that was tough was I started to name a bunch of, like, JRPGs. Because I know, like, especially, like, the Final Fantasy series where there's so much hidden crap that... And you know me with level grinding. I could conceivably play the game forever. Uh, Matter of fact, I just started replaying uh, Final Fantasy VII on an emulator. Because I think after... This uh, virtual video game music convention. There was like a lot of music from Final Fantasy VII, and they announced like uh, one of the new chapters of the remake. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? It's been a while since I played this. Let me see if my laptop can run it. And I pulled seven hours, and I just got Baron and Tifa like on my team. <laughs> uh, I love that you did like 45 minutes of actual story. <laughs> It's seven hours. But that's the thing. There was no story. I've literally been running around the same two areas, leveling up my characters because I'm not getting caught my pants down because <laughs> I'm sorry. Like when you play old school RPG, so I'm like, you know what? That I feel like that was almost cheating. So I was trying not to come up with an RPG for every console. Okay. So that was actually the tough part. Um, so really it was a matter of finding a game that one actually applied and wasn't just like oh you know siphon filter or something like that (laughs) so it had to be a game i played and had to be one i played a lot but i was trying not to have repeats like it's repeats as far as like okay if i'm getting final fantasy 8 um i couldn't put like 10 or like 12 so Mm -hmm. i really tried to pick like one game that wasn't just like a string of the same series and also a lot of panicking So I did something kind of similar, but a little different. I tried to come up with a well-rounded list. For me, these are all games that I played. They're all games that I enjoyed. They're all games that I would be happy playing until my eyeballs fall out of my face. But I'm not always going to be in the mood for for an RPG. Sometimes I'm going to want to play a beat-em-up game. Sometimes I'm going to want to play a racing game. Sometimes I'm going to want to play a puzzle game, a platformer, whatever. So I tried to make sure that I I had a, a plethora of options kind of covered over all of the different systems that we had. Um, so yeah, this list sort of started with... Um, the way I have this list set up is basically like I've got all of the PlayStations grouped together. I've got all the Sega things grouped together. 
um, all of the Nintendo things more or less grouped together. Um, and then our pers- like our, our wild card choices and then an online game. So let's tackle the Sony stuff first. What did you have for your PlayStation game? Okay. So, and this is what I was talking about with the RPGs. Mm-hmm. This was tough because in my head, I'm thinking PlayStation 1 is probably up there with like Super NES and even like, let's say PS2. The amount of like RPGs for this console were nuts. Take, not sure. even going into the Final Fantasy games because you have 7, 8, and 9, which is like arguably the holy trinity of <laughs> JRPGs. But then you got the Wild Arms series, you have Breath of Fire, you have the uh, Chrono Trigger re-released through one of the Final Fantasy Anthology series. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy uh, Tactics. There's so many was, games. Six was on PlayStation 1, 2. No, Super Which, NES. Was it? I well, they re-released it. In I was going to um, say, I there was a port. Yeah, they ported it, I think, uh, later on, but I had to play it originally, so I okay. technically didn't count it, because believe me, <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> Six is underrated. No, since, don't see, don't get me started, because then I'm going to waste this whole podcast <laughs> talking about how good Final Fantasy VI is. And I know everybody loves seven, uh-huh. and I know that was a lot of people's gateways into JRPGs, but six, six I'm years. sorry, six is a better game. Yeah, it is. It's fine. But also, I'm going to ugly cry because now I'm thinking about Terra's theme and then Celeste, and then it's oh. like. I didn't save Shadow. And also, you get to suplex a fucking train, a ghost train. <laughs> the train is dead, and you can suplex it. That's right. You can, Cloud ain't doing that shit. Nope. Sure ain't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I really went through it with PS1 because I like. I think you did something similar where you, you were going through all the list of games, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, there's so many RPGs. So, of course, I had to pick the game that defined a generation and basically is one of the video game milestones that people still discuss uh, to this day. MTV Music Generator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, shout out to my dear sister Fallon. Uh, So, for PS1, there was a very short-lived uh, time where MTV decided, hey, let's get into the video game market. They teamed up with, who was it, Codemasters? And they made this game, Music Generator, which was a game in which you can create different styles of music, whether it be house, techno, trance, rock, pop. Um, and it was so popular, in fact, that it was advertised by DJ Scribble. <laughs> So, needless to say, me being the music nerd that I am, and also my sister, we went in on this game. Like, I'm talking, like, we had band names, we had artist names, we did collabs. Like, also, shout out to Artemis, Yearbook Room. If you're listening to this, you know exactly what that means. That song was a (laughs) banger. And this was, like, my life for a solid, like, two, three years. It's such a good game. I love that you guys made, like, a music RPG. (laughs) <laughs> that's so rad <laughs> yeah like Art- artemis was her name i was uh vertigo and like my music was and then there was oh god what was the name of it there was also a pop punk band which was like my tribute to blink 182 nice <laughs> and somewhere is a cas- audio cassette 
of that music, and I wish I could find it, but it's probably lost to the ages. But yeah, that game was so much fun, and the replay value, and it's actually fairly in-depth for the time in which it came out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could see myself playing that for hours just making music. Now, the only thing that sucks is, though, with a lot of the Sony stuff, at least for PS1 and PS2, mm-hmm. how many memory cards we allowed on these islands? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you didn't specify that. <laughs> I did not specify memory cards. Uh, no. We'll, we'll <laughs> There's just, no truth in this art. <laughs> the memory card thing is not an issue. Okay. A- any, anything you need to save, you save. The memory cards will... They'll ship them in. It's fine. All right, cool. Uh, but that's my choice with, for PS1. <laughs> along with snacks, because we need snacks. <laughs> I had forgotten how many fucking amazing games were on the PS1. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And going through and looking at everything. And I ended up picking a game that is a pretty popular one. And was, for me, like, it was the first game that I remember playing beating all the way through and it's it's one of those games that has been remastered it's one of those games that i still play now it's the second crash bandicoot game crash bandicoot 2 cortex strikes back and i i think i've talked about this a little bit on this show i have a lot of like really big blind spots when it comes to video games because i was not allowed to play a lot of different types of video games i was not allowed especially growing up like overly violent and like horror games, anything like that. I wasn't really allowed to play. So I played a lot of like platformers and puzzle games and that kind of stuff growing up. And this fucking game, it's just so fun. And it's, it's, it's just one of those games that like the music is great. The level designs are really fun. Like the original Crash Bandicoot is hard as hell. It really is. And it's kind of buggy and weird. And the second one, they kind of took the opportunity to like get it right. It's just such a fun game. It's it's 90s as hell. And I just, I have so much like nostalgia and warm, fuzzy feelings for it that like, yeah, I looked at, there were a ton of other games I could have brought, but like I would have missed this one. So I had to bring this one. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that you and I have very different reactions to the PS2 just because you are a bit older than I am. And I think maybe you might've been gaming a little bit more at that point. I, and going through all of the games on the PS2, I recognize like four of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <is> I, where <laughs> I think my PS, because I had a PS2. I took it, I took it to college with me. I think the PS2 was basically a glorified DVD player in my world. There, and, and like looking through the games, like I said, there were a few that I remember playing, but I think I mostly used it to either play, continue playing the PS1 games that I enjoyed from being a kid or to watch movies. Because I didn't play a lot of PS2 games, I don't think. At least not that I remember. Unless I was drunk, which I was in college, so it could have been. Um <laughs> Uh, so what did you have for your PS2 game? Yeah, this is tough. Yeah, it's like, oh, because you were like, oh, you might have been gaming more. Like, um, <laughs> when you have parents who also were big gamers, um, I don't know if he would be cool with it, but I got to at some point show you the the picture of my dad um, winning this Pac-Man tournament at his job. 
<laughs> when he oh, was that like, sounds rad rage. as hell. Yeah, it's just like it's the most '80s memory ever. But like, yeah, gaming was just always a thing that was around. And PS2, mm-hmm. this was like even tougher because my God, there's so many games, and I'm like, so. And I said to myself, "All right, I'm not going to load this list of a bunch of Final Fantasy games because you know when I said, oh, PS One, it's like, all right, is it going to be Final Fantasy Seven, Eight, or Nine? Uh, right. I'm going to talk about another." game that's probably gonna piss a lot of people off but for my ps2 and this is like oh my god there's so many games <laughs> but i went final fantasy 12 okay um i myself did not play final fantasy 12 i <gasps> watched so a f- i watched a friend of mine play fair chunk of it um but i didn't play it myself if you ever get a chance mm-hmm. um shoot if i you know I, I don't know maybe i'll send you a copy it's Definitely a Final Fantasy game. Like, okay, there was a meme that was going around, and I hope I could find it, where essentially it's like, okay, um, it's like basically judging your personality based on which uh, Final Fantasy game is your favorite. <laughs> okay. And for Final Fantasy Twelve, <laughs> all it just says is, you like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> because the plot of that game is basically Star Wars. Interesting. But it's a lot of fun, and the replay value, and it's like, I am had just started playing it fairly recently, within, like, I would say a year or two, and I'm still finding things out about that game that I missed, like, the first 20 times I played it. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, like, what you are to Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, my RPG blind spot is 6 and 12, because, my God, so much replay value. But yeah, I just said that and I didn't think about the 20,000 other games that could have gone here because if I thought too much about it, I would have been anguished. So you know what? I was like, fire and forget. I've learned my lesson. We've done so many lists. I'm not like breaking down this time. You're not beating me, Ashley, because I know this is now turning into a competition. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> and I stand defiant against you and your tricks. <laughs> you know me (laughs) i was literally here on some karate kid shit trying to like come up with stuff for this list (laughs) so uh for my ps2 game i picked another one that I recently found out they did a remaster for, and I remember yelling at you that you didn't tell me that this was a thing, even though it's not really your fault and you should not have been yelled at for it. Um, I picked Katamari Damacy. And the thing is, I... Okay, and I say this in all, like, love and fairness. Uh-huh. I dig that game a whole bunch. Hell yeah. But for some reason, other than I think what I... Is probably the first one. Like I didn't even realize that they had been remastered. I really didn't even think there was that much like love for the game until fairly recently. There are a bunch of them. Most of them, unfortunately, are for PS3. I think there's the only. I think the only one on PS4 is the remaster of, of this one. I love this game. <laughs> um, it's weird. It's mindless. The music is literally the most catchy music in the world and it's just it's just one of those games that the the replay value on it is sort of infinite because like you can beat the game but like because of the way the game is set up like you can always improve upon like each stage of the game right 
So I just dig the premise because it wasn't until maybe a couple of years after the game got released or I found out that the game was actually social commentary for basically uh, consumerism and for people's, you know, need to just buy shit. It just ends up just getting collected. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's fucked up, yo, but I dig it. And it's like, because <laughs> it made me feel like an asshole because it's like, and I love games like that where it's like, hey, you know, this is bright and fun only to realize it's like, this is your fault. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> it's like Shadow of the Colossus where it's like, hey, you're running around killing these giants. And then at the end of the game, it's like, am I the asshole? It's like, yes, you are. You're <laughs> killing these things for no fucking reason. You're the dick in this whole thing. The Colossi were just minding their own business, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my favorite game that kind of does that is uh, Spec Ops The Line. Uh, that game, that game puts you the fuck through it, and like as somebody who doesn't particularly enjoy military shooters to begin with, it was one where like a friend suggested it to me, and I'm like, "Bruh, I hate these games." And he's like, "You'll like this one. It does that weird brain stuff that you're into." And I'm like, "Okay," and just like playing through it and playing through it, and I'm like, "I." I'm so bored. What is happening? Like, get to the plot. And then the plot happened. And the part where the game, like, fucking shames you happened. And I'm like, oh, neat. But also, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> there was a really interesting YouTube video about that. Um, where, essentially, like, between that and I think one of the later Call of Duty games does something similar. I think it might have been one of the Black Ops games. But yet, it's like, okay, you're being low-key shamed for doing all these heinous acts. Yeah. But at the same time, in the case of Spec Ops, you're not really given a choice. No. Like, okay, let's say with Mass Effect. Now, the same argument can be made there because a lot of the big things that happen, you kind of can't avoid. With that said, you do at least have some options to sort of keep certain things from happening if you wanted to but it's like spec ops line and i guess the game like the the video wasn't necessarily chastising the developers or the story but it's like okay you feel bad for doing all these things but it's not like it gives you a choice to not do them literally the only the only choice you have is to shut the game off yeah which is what bioshock does which i think is so interesting where like you hit the the sort of end of act two and you've all like everything's sort of been building to this moment and you come to find out that like the villain's not actually the villain and you don't like in that moment you as the player you lose all agency and i I, it's one of those where like i can't speak for everybody else but like i know for me like i was trying to figure out a way to like stop it from happening and um literally all you can do is shut the, the system off and not play the game anymore and I don't know. I like video games that sort of comment on video games and like make you think about that kind of stuff. That being yeah. said, Katamari is is a game that you can put as much thought into or as little thought into <laughs> as you uh, as you choose. So for me, PS3 is kind of where I picked back up with gaming. So like I took a little nap in PS2 land and PS3 was like where all of the good games happened. And I also like held on to my PS3 for a very long time before I got my PS4. So I spent a lot of time with this system. What about you? This one? Okay. So needless to say, I did not get a PS3 when it came out. Uh, yeah. I was not spending $600 for it. I was very happy with my PS2. 
Yeah, same. So when I bought one, it was used. Um, and needless to say, I only had it for a very brief time before yellow light uh, oh, no. got hit. Yeah. So traded it in, or not traded in, but basically it was a brick. Couldn't use it anymore. Um, and there was also that whole thing where, like, hey, remember when PSN was down for a month? Um, so it's like you know what i'm okay for a while so then at that time i got into xbox 360 heavily so then when ps3 did that whole rebranding where it's like hey we suck less now yes and you know the kevin butler stuff's like all right picked it back up then at that point i'm like oh man like everything is awesome with the system so in buying it back though, the two games that I got <laughs> were Demon Souls because I was wild and did not realize that when the back of the game says you will die, um over I'm like, yeah, whatever over video games. And over and over. <laughs> and the other game was Fallout 3. Nice. Hated them both when I first played it. Uh then your boy got a really bad flu. And for at least a solid week, two weeks, I did nothing but play Fallout because I was too sick to actually get up and change discs. And it became one of the best moments of my life. Because being sick and playing Fallout um, definitely changes your perception of the game and it's definitely visually appalling and it's frightening. So in order to combat the fact that I would be playing in the dark, um, getting attacked by death claws, I essentially was like, you know what? Let's build the most twee as fuck indie pop playlist. <laughs> oh my god, you're out there shotgunning shit to like Vampire Weekend and stuff. Yeah, it was it. like Vampire Weekend. There was stars. Um, what was the group with the, the duo with the Zoe Deschanel? Oh shit. But that uh, one, oh God, it's going to kill one. me. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so essentially, every time I hear um, one of my favorite songs ever, uh, Fixed by Stars, mm-hmm. it makes me think of being attacked by a legion of uh, feral ghouls. <laughs> I love it. And yet it became one of my favorite games and one of my favorite PS3 games to the point where like, I was calling out of work, like using personal days to just blaze through the DLC. Like I just lived that Fallout life on the PS3 for Fallout 3. Uh, and of course, when New Vegas happened, like I was, it was over. Like I was done. I was hooked. I was a fan for life. So yeah, PS3 goes to Fallout 3. I like that you and I are both on brand. There's another game I was going to pick, but I think I know which one you probably went with, which is why I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so i could sit here all day and pretend like i was gonna pick any sort of number of games for the ps3 but <laughs> honestly like <laughs> what are we even doing um i ended up picking dragon age origins i'm shocked i thought you were gonna go skyrim for a minute mm, we'll get there buddy um <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah like maybe that's my uh dumbass but i honestly dead ass thought you were gonna pick skyrim because that was my choice originally but then i'm like skyrim i did but fallout ah uh, it hit it hit a little bit ho- harder for me um while you were gone i looked up uh, the name of that band it's she and him that was the name of that dude really yeah 
Yep. <laughs> I remembered it was something stupid like that. I just couldn't remember what the hell it was called. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins is a game that I've already played like a dozen times. I could play it another dozen times. It's fine. I love all this character so much. I love that world so much. We literally did a whole fucking podcast episode about it. And we'll I, probably do a whole another one and soon. We'll do another one. I will talk about Dragon Age until my fucking tongue falls out of my face. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> No, see the thing is, I'm getting I, very hostile. <laughs> no, I, I'm also getting hostile for a different reason because your boy, I had set up because I also was addicted to Dragon Age Origins. Uh huh. You know, I bought. You know, I still have my Morgan disapproved shirt. Like I fucking love that <laughs> game. Again, we did a whole episode about it. Listen to it; it's great. Um, I can't remember the number. I think it's episode ten. Uh, I got some city elf on you. Yes. I believe so. So your boy had ordered a whole like three pizzas. Like I was like, fuck this. I'm not leaving my apartment for the whole weekend. This is my meal. I'm just going to go through this game. And as I'm basically eating these pizzas, um, no one warned me about the brood mother. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, it took me a solid Two, maybe three years before I ate another Domino's pizza. Well, and like, the. Oh, my God. That's one of those. There are a couple of like really weird difficulty spikes in that game. The Broodmother fight is honestly harder than like the end fight. It sucks. It's so hard. But leading up to it was just like, why? Why are you like this? Yeah. Who hurt you? <laughs> Bioware. Like, <laughs> we were friends. Well, and like. Up until the point in which, like, all the... Until shit pops off. Um, the the Deep Roads is really boring, actually. Yeah, it really is. And, and very long. <laughs> so, I guess it's one of those, like, by the time you get to where, where the plot happens, you're excited because the plot is happening and you're just like, yay, I don't have to... I don't have to mindlessly go through caves anymore. And then... <laughs> The plot is a lot. You thought. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> oh, man. And Such a good game, though. It's so good. And being, I know mean, this is like cheesy, but like uh, Katie and I have been playing through all of these games. It's her first time playing through them. And uh -huh. so like being able to sort of like, relive the game for the first time again through her has been really fun so yeah i love dragon age <laughs> so now we we come around to ps4 what did you do here <laughs> well one of those things of like well you know what the game i wanted to pick is also kind of cheating so i thought about another game um mm -hmm. i told you a story about how i got my ps4 right uh i don't know okay i'll try to shorten this long story short um went to a comic book convention essentially won a con um entered a contest i won a contest uh it was basically a early christmas gift this is going back to late 2014 into 2015 uh it's january still have not received my ps4 uh, this goes on for a while Long story short, like it, like I had emailed the person. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's coming, it's coming." Don't hear anything. 
I got hurt, ended up with a bad knee injury, tore my meniscus, was out of work. So now this is going into end of March, early April. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I still have not gotten my PS4. I tried to find the number of the company that I want to contest from. Basically found the number online. Didn't realize it was the person's personal phone number. Oh. Um, turns out within a couple of minutes for that conversation, I see that there is a, a, a text. I was like, oh, you got a, a text. It's a photo of that same PS4 on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> and it came very quickly. So needless to say, it's like now I am out of work, I am hurt, and I am hopped up on pain meds, and now I have a shiny new PS4. (laughs) So again, one of those, I can't really do much of anything else. I had bought Diablo 3. Oh no. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm definitely not getting up to play this. So for at least a good week, probably two weeks, is me pain meds uh the most epic like power metal playlist on spotify and just hours upon hours upon hours of diablo 3 <laughs> and i know everybody's like that game sucks compared to two and you're right but when you are out of work you're in pain you're on pain meds you have no idea where you are and all you just hear is like guitars and like guitar solos that becomes the greatest game ever it's just like you sitting there like listening to like fucking dragon force or whatever (laughs) i love it dragon force was like the start but i was then i was deep diving into like these bands were like it just like i don't i've never heard these bands since then but yet for some reason that playlist was everything and all i just remember was just Power Metal and Diablo. So that to me, and, and the rest of the world's like, oh, The Last of Us is happening. And like, there's all these other great PS4 games. Like, nope, Power Metal and Pain Meds. <laughs> and Diablo. I love that both you and I kind of skipped like all of the like really great PS4 games for not not trash, but like just different, different yeah. choices. Because, you know, I don't know. Just things hit different at different <laughs> times, I guess. Yeah. So... Remember how I cheat sometimes at these lists? Sometimes? Sometimes? Actually, sometimes. This is kind of a cheat. (laughs) So, yes, the original Skyrim came out on PS3, but Skyrim Special Edition came out on PS4. (laughs) You're right. I forgot about that. Yes, it did. The Special Edition is remastered and comes with all the DLC, and it's better. (laughs) And it's not a cheat. Because it's different. It's a PS4 game, so hey, it, it counts. G- I I love Skyrim. My love for Skyrim is fucking well documented. It's so good. It's, it's pointless, but it's so good. It's it's so good. Like, I just... It's Skyrim. Like, if you haven't played it by now, I don't know what to tell you. Except for that they're probably going to remaster again and put it on PS5. It'll Skyrim will be on every console. Yeah. It's on Switch. <laughs> Hell, there's even a skin that you can wear Link's tunic. I mean, come on. Oh, that sounds fun, actually. Yeah, now I kind of want to play it on the Switch. Right? <laughs> I'm trying. I've been, like, kind of jonesing for a new Skyrim playthrough, like, recently. And I've been kind of putting it off because I've been trying to Platinum Trophy um, Inquisition on PS4. And Katie's been playing through Inquisition, too. So, like, it's been a, a pretty Dragon Age-heavy couple of months 
But every once in a while, I'm just like, man, I want to play Skyrim so bad. <laughs> and that's where I'm at right now. And I'm, I'm trying to talk myself out of it because I have other things I need to do. I've also like purchased new games for the PS5 that I should probably play. But it's fine. I'll play Skyrim eventually. It's like, do you uh, want to be a vampire? Do you want to <laughs> like join a sadistic cult? Like, <sighs> come on. It's like, that game is wonderful. Do you want to be a fucking werewolf? Like, come on. Like, who else is doing this? And what I appreciate about Skyrim versus, like, Dragon Age or Mass Effect is that you can be evil as fuck. And you can be evil as fuck, but there's no... I don't feel the sort of morality, guilt, judgment thing that Bioware does really well, where, like, you are Renegade Shepherd, and I feel bad about it. <laughs> Skyrim, I'm just like, yeah, I'm role-playing as like a an amoral like thief cat. And and I just do a bunch of evil shit and everybody's just cool with it. I fucking murder the emperor of of Tamriel and everyone's just fine. Like Yeah, no one's really know. giving you shit for it. No. It's it's rad. <sighs> I love Skyrim. Anyway. <laughs> So I had a question for you. What's up? Um, and I don't know if this maybe makes things a little bit longer, but for any of the consoles, was there one game that you really wanted to put down but decided not to? Because I know you said you had cheated with the whole like Skyrim thing, but I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I just feel like I know I was conflicted, but I don't know if there were it was one choice for any of like the PS consoles that like you really wanted to put down. PS4 was kind of tough. There were a lot of PS4 games that that I liked a lot. Um, PS3 was also pretty tough because, like, yeah, of course I lo- of course I love Dragon Age, and of course, like, the whole entire like Mass Effect trilogy is on PS3. The Bioshock series is another another video game series that I enjoyed immensely. So yeah, I struggled a bit with the PlayStation stuff in particular. Was kind of where I struggled. Aside from PS2, where I'm like. I, I just was asleep, I guess. I don't know where I was when all of these games came out, because I don't remember any of them. I was torn, because there's three games. Actually, one of them is just celebrating its uh, 20th anniversary uh, this fall. But PS2 was tough, because I was either thinking about putting down either Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, or San Andreas. Mm-hmm. And especially Vice City, because, okay, when... I'll try to tell the story really quickly. And matter of fact, you know what? Let's bring back one of my old segments. Let's bring back, um, <laughs> let's bring back story time. And now it's time for another edition of the Winded Nostalgia Filled Ramblings of Adrian King in a segment we like to call Story Time. Here is your host, Adrian King. All right. So when I first bought my PS2, actually, I didn't buy it. That's that was it was a birthday gift uh, from my dad. Um, I bought it because turns out Music Generator was coming out with a sequel. <laughs> this one um, being hyped by none other than Funkmaster Flex. So I'm like, oh shit, PlayStation nice. Two, a bigger game. I need to get this. Of course, that's what I get for my birthday. Open that bad boy, start playing. It's not good. It's like, hey, all that cool deep stuff that you could have done in the first game. Yep, yeah, nope, don't even, it's it's just very bare bones, it's bad, it's terrible, and the opening of the game is even Fug Flex, and you know how he is, he's getting you super hyped for it, and then 
it's not <laughs> it's not the first game is trash. So I'm at the mall with my dad, and I'm in this mall, and I'm look. Um, I think it was EB Games, and I just see this game, and I was like, "What is this?" And it's like this cool 3D thing. This dude's driving around causing mayhem, and he's looking at me like, "What do you mean? What is this? Like, are you living under a rock?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3 and I'm like what there's a third Grand Theft Auto short long story short I was also a really huge fan of the second game like my best friend at the time in grade school we just did nothing but play that game and it's like holy crap this is a far cry from like the top down you know little sprites from the the first and second game mm -hmm. <sighs> basically it's like crap dad can I trade in for this other game this says this is mature don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> So, needless to say, playing Grand Theft Auto, it's it's a riot. Everybody's playing it. My cousins and I, it's like the biggest game ever. <laughs> My mom one day is watching me drive, I think, what was like a Lambo or something like that. And she comes to the room and is like, what are you playing Grand Theft Auto? And she's mad at me. And I'm thinking she's mad because of like the fact that I'm like driving over people. She's like, you're screwing up that nice car. Please don't crash the cars. And then she leaves the room. <laughs> Because my mom is also a big, like, classic car fan. So, like, to her, crashing with the cars was, like, worse than gunning down virtual people. <laughs> so, when Vice City happens, this is, like, a huge deal. It's like, holy shit, this is set in the 80s. And then, of course, the trailer came out with Flock of Seagulls. And you know me in the 80s. I am losing my mind. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest game ever made. Mm -hmm. Back like, we got to go get this. So, I pre-ordered the game out of Funko Land because this is how dated this is. And we waited online to go get it. And we were the first people online. This is like 8 o'clock at night. Basically, the time the store is closed. You know, and the guys were nice. They even gave my, my uh, seat for my mom to sit down. Because she has, like, you know, she had bad knees. You know, we're chilling now, having a good time. People are starting to line up. It's like a huge, like, tailgate party. Everybody's talking about their favorite parts of the game. The Grand Theft Auto 3. We can't wait for the new one. All of a sudden, the guy comes outside. Uh, bad news. The game's been delayed. The The shipment's delayed. We're like, what? Oh, no. So keep in mind, there's another video game store inside because we're, like, we're like, we got to use the bathroom. Go inside. Go inside the mall. Keep in mind, it's closed. And the video game store inside, the cops had to show up because people were threatening to break down the doors if they didn't let them come in and get the game. <laughs> The crowd outside, people tried to show up and start fights, but we had already bonded. We're already out there for hours. Keep in mind, this is like October. <laughs> this isn't like in the summer, so it's kind of fucking cold. And people would show up, try to start fights, and there was these guys like, nah, man, like we're having a good time. So someone pulled up, they're playing music. It's like a big party. Didn't get the game until two in the morning. Oh my God. And I remember coming home, tired, had the game, and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll tell the school that you're not feeling well. So my mom let me stay home from school the next Aww. day just so I could play the new Grand Theft Auto, and it was the greatest thing ever. This has been another edition of the Wind and Nostalgia-Filled Ramblings of Adrian King and the segment called Storytime. We'll see you next time. See, that's good parenting. Do right? That shit. <laughs> Would I do that to, to my kids? Hell no. <laughs> I don't want them in the room and I'm even playing the game with you guys. <laughs> I know. Except for when my stepdaughter came in to, to Dave. Shout out to Dave, by the way. Um, she comes in one day and she just sees like one of his cars, like the whatever. Because remember how he had like everything was pink? Uh-huh. She's like, the car's really pretty. It's like, oh, that's Dave. And apparently she'd always used to ask about Dave because she liked his cars. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm so pissed that I didn't pick a Grand Theft Auto game, but I realized that would always kind of be cheating because that'd be too easy. My God, a flock of seagulls, man! I, they sold that game. Like, <laughs> it could have just been like Grand Theft Auto and like some like I don't know royalty free, <laughs> but just watch some, some knockoff, right? Yeah. And yet for. Months, all my cousin and I did was listen to, and I ran in anticipation for that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it was. I kind of missed that, and I know, like, maybe this is, of course, me being old and wistful, but I kind of miss when, like, midnight releases for games were like a thing. Yeah, because like now, like, yeah, like I've pre-ordered the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but like it's. At midnight, it's just going to hit my console and then spend the next three hours downloading. Like, there's none There's none of the, like, community and fun stuff that comes along with it. And even, like, console releases. Like, yeah, people get stand in line and all that stuff, but it's, it's, not, it's not a jovial affair anymore. It's more just kind of, like, cutthroat and gross. And I don't know if maybe that's just me being old. It's just different times. Because the last midnight release I did was for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Um, and to which uh, my cousin and I literally raced home. Stupid me didn't realize that, like, he lived closer than I did. <laughs> <laughs> and fast forward to 10 minutes later, and my car broke down on a New Jersey parkway. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to which I'm like, and he's like, did you get the, did you get the game yet? I was like, no, I'm stuck at a parkway. Then the cops roll up. Oh. And... Me being younger and dumber gets out of the car and walks towards theirs. Oh, <laughs> to be like my car broke down, and of course they're like reading like the running my plates and everything. They're like, all right, cool. So they're helping me push the car off the road with theirs. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. Another car pulls up. Who comes out of the car? But my sister and my brother-in-law, <laughs> who were headed home. <laughs> And they pushed my car through the toll booth into a garage off the parkway. <laughs> and now I have no car, but I also have Modern Warfare. And it ended up low-key being one of, like, a really fun time because I'm like, you know, this sucks, but this game is really fun. And I met some friends on there and, you know, then my best friend got it. So it was like, hey. But that was the last, like, midnight release I ever did. And I feel like, you know what? It's probably a reason why they don't do them anymore, because of people like me. <sighs> We're not allowed to have fun things anymore. It's a moral of that story. Well, there's more to this list, though, because this is awesome. But we figured we'll save it for a part two. But before we go, as always, we like to tell all the good people where they can find us online. So TLAT Podcast is the handle for the Twitter which is what I run. That same handle is also for our Instagram, is which Ashley runs. And definitely check out the Instagram on Tuesdays, Tuesday Tunes, rad as hell. Ashley's always putting on good music. Um, and also, congratulations, by the way, for winning the uh, the flower pot. Thank you. Which everybody <laughs> thinks is a cake, and I'm so bummed out because I'm like, I want the same thing too. <laughs> I'm glad it's not a cake because then I would eat it and it would be gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, recently Tegan and Sarah, the Tegan and Sarah Foundation did a, like a fundraiser and, um, we're auctioning off a bunch of ceramic flower pots that, um, 
their mom made and i won one and it, it i was excited about it and i had been like low-key hoping i'm like give me that sainthood win just have have the universe align in a cool way in which i get the sainthood win uh right it's like <laughs> that's that's one of those albums that i just i really love and like that's the inspiration for our logo and like all of that stuff and then i unboxed it and that's what it was and i was very very happy um so yeah i was excited about it but yeah if you want to see it there's a picture of it on instagram <laughs> short story yep. long. <laughs> no that's fine yeah and we're on all the you know popular podcast apps we're on apple podcast sorry we are on- <laughs> we're on apple podcast but we're mad about it we don't like apple podcast oh Rah. <laughs> well we're actually very pleased um we're there uh definitely leave a rating and review <laughs> we're not mad at it i'm <laughs> we're just mad about it we're just mad we're sad. are we sad no well <laughs> i don't know are we <laughs> no i'm actually very pleased to be on there Okay. Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, your favorite podcast app. We're probably there. Um, if you can leave any kind of rating or review on those apps or follow us, by all means, please do. Um, and thank you for listening to this wonderful, weird podcast that we have spent. Oh, God, it's been like, what, two years producing? Yeah, it'll be two years in May. Yeah, which is wild that it's even been that long but thank you for listening um stick around for part two because um yeah video games man and like i said i've been playing final fantasy 7 and i almost like ruined my keyboard with tears because i forgot the music of that game is so good it's so good it's just the best not as good as 12 but it's still pretty good (laughs) you like the best video game heroes should follow this advice don't get swallowed by a whale For more great podcasts, visit adrianhasissues.com.